0: To the first episode of Built on Air, a weekly podcast about all things Airtable and the people who love it. I'm your host, Zoe Vanderpleu. I'm a custom workflow designer and Airtable enthusiast based out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Each week on the show, we'll be talking with someone active in the Airtable community to discuss their experiences and do a little video showcase of an interesting way they've used Airtable in their work. Our first guest is Dan Fellers, founder of OpenSide, a premium provider of products and services supporting Airtable customers. Also, shout out to OpenSide for being the sponsor of this show. We'll talk with Dan about how he got started with OpenSide and take a peek at the Airtable universe.
1: Hey everyone, Dan Fellers with OpenSide. I'm based in Utah. So excited to be here and start off this uh, Built on Air podcast.
2: Built on Air is um, actually sort of a uh, independent side project that Dan is developing to be kind of a a collaborative community for um, and I guess a bit of an inspiration for um, people who use and love Airtable. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about kind of Built on Air and, and how it it started as a little seed seedling of an idea in your mind?
1: Sure yeah so we um, just are fans of, of Airtable and have been using it for a while now working with companies and just love exploring everything that people are doing within the community and felt like there could be more uh, to highlight some of the things that are going on in addition to what Airtable the company is, is already doing, which is a lot, but we felt like somebody outside of uh, the company could provide an interesting perspective and go deeper into some of the people that are doing amazing things in Airtable and, and highlight those projects and, just kind of be a resource for people that come together and collaborate more on what's an exciting pro- project or product and, and has a bright future.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I always, whenever I look at someone else's base, I always feel like I find something where I'm like, Oh, that's really interesting. I want to know how you did that. Um, or I want to ask you about it. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of excited to see what, um, what little like new tips and tricks uh, I uncover from, the community here on Built On Air. Um, so I, I guess um, this since this is just kind of the intro podcast. It's just gonna be Dan and I giving kind of a quick background about ourselves and, and I guess why we're even uh, qualified to have this podcast and talk about Airtable. And then also just get into to talking about kind of Airtable itself and then the, the kind of format that these podcasts will have going forward. Once again, my name is Zoe. I, I went to college um, at University of North Carolina Wilmington. I got a double major in film studies and economics, uh, neither of which I use directly today. But I, I had a good amount of Excel experience from, you know, econ projects. I had been, you know, comfortable working with data, that kind of thing. Um, and then at the beginning of 2016, a Facebook ad popped up on my feed for Airtable, and, uh, you know, I clicked into it and signed up for a free account, played around with it. And I got like super excited because I thought it was just really cool and like nothing I'd ever seen before. Um, actually, I sent an email to a friend of mine. He's also sort of like a you know nerdy app hunter guy. Um, just, I was like so stoked to show this to someone. And I started using it professionally soon after. I was hired at a company to do operations and logistics, sort of internal and external. Our operations team started using Airtable to create a CRM for the company, um, organize their order history, that kind of stuff. Um, Just some, you know, robust, neat record keeping that we were previously trying to make work in Google Sheets. And then that company I was working at was acquired. They didn't need, you know, operational people anymore. So I, I just began freelancing in this kind of like custom workflow, Airtable, Zapier, like weird connected app world (laughs) Um, and I was doing that just you know I said I'd do it for a couple months just to kind of stay afloat Um, but it's been over six months and I'm still just freelancing full time Um, so I'm just like Airtable is my bread and butter Um, I'm loving it and I'm just really enjoying seeing you know all of these clients who all have very like sort of specific and diverse needs Um, and it's kind of interesting to see how flexible Airtable is Um, to accomplish those things for, you know, such a wide variety of businesses and um, people with like different skill levels of, you know, technical competence and comfort. And I think what I like the most about Airtable is just that it's so like lightweight and quick and intuitive. Um, Of course, it connects well to Zapier. But I feel like the beautiful thing about Airtable is you can sort of get a working base you know, minimum viable product up and running in less than an hour. And then um, if you take another hour to expand it, it looks just like beautiful and you can add all these, you know, nice little touches and stuff. So it it's just, you get, um, you know, that sort of reward of a functional thing really quickly. And then after that, it's also really easy to refine and update without, you know, totally breaking uh, what you've already built. Um, so yeah, definitely an Airtable fangirl, uh, obviously. Um, so, Dan, why don't you give a little bit more of an extended history about yourself and then also what you love most about Airtable?
1: Sure. Yeah, I actually, similar to you, I actually also have an undergrad degree in economics. and um,
2: I did not know that. Where did you go to school?
1: Yeah, so I went to BYU here in Utah. Also kind of went through that phase in undergrad of like, okay, what do I do with this degree? And, um, and I went kind of a different path. I went down into computer science and actually mm-hmm. went a master's in computer science in California, um, which is originally where I'm from, and, and went down, uh, worked as a software engineer for many years, um, and then also started uh, my company OpenSide about seven or eight years ago in building custom software. So we kind of came at it from a different angle of how Mm -hmm. we got to Airtable. Um, OpenSight has been building custom software applications for uh, many years, and although we got very proficient at it and felt like we could do it quickly, it still took a long time to build custom applications that at the end of the day were mostly workflow automation tasks and whatnot. And so so about eight months ago, I kind of took a step back of what we were doing and some of the challenges that we had of building custom software and finding new companies that were willing to kind of go down that path. There's a big obstacle to, um, to, to commit to custom software like that. And so that's when I started looking for potential alternative approaches that we could take that could allow us to accomplish the goals that the companies we were working with had and do it faster, cheaper, more efficiently. And so that's where we uh, stumbled into Airtable, just just searching online for, for answers and and instantly I could tell, you know, everybody kind of thinks like, oh, it's just like Google Sheets, but it's very different uh, under the hood of how they architected it and really allows for um, full-fledged application design on top of it and workflows, um, especially like you mentioned when you layer on um, some functionality like a Zapier on top of it. So the combination of right. data storage plus logic, you can really accomplish a lot. And so that decision kind of introduced us. We did some experiments. We worked with some of our existing customers and, um, and, and built out some, some proof of concepts on top of Airtable. And that led to more development, and now we're moving to where we're almost completely focused entirely on, on Airtable, and not only providing services where we help um, companies of any size. We work with companies small to to large Fortune 500 companies um, that uh, that are looking to adopt Airtable, and we're also we also are building products to support. Airtable and make it more advanced and sophisticated and accomplish more of what companies are looking to do with it so very excited about the future of Airtable and where they're headed and and the ecosystem building around it and and excited to be a part of it so my favorite thing uh, about Airtable I love the diversity like it's it's a pro and a con it's a it's a challenge, I'm sure, for Airtable in that they kind of have to support all sorts of use cases and all sorts of sizes of companies and industries. So the breadth of, of possibilities are endless. So that, that can be a challenge, but it's also a huge opportunity, especially for people like you and I that love the challenge of kind of having this, this Play-Doh that you can work with to mold it into what the company needs. And um, that part of it is, is exciting. And working kind of within the limitations that the Airtable has to try to accomplish what, what companies want to do. So that, that's what's exciting is just the, the breadth and potential, how widespread it is um, across companies and industries.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think we're, we're definitely living in, you know, this period of time where Airtable is forcing this like this huge pivot for companies of all sizes, you know, as they kind of evaluate their CRMs and task managers. Um, you know, all companies, I think, are sort of like attracted to Airtable. And there really is nothing like, you know, nothing else like it right now. Um, oh, and also congrats to um, Airtable on their a hundred million dollars of funding just recently. That is pretty cool. Um, Because then also I can send that article to my mom and be like, hey mom, look, I'm not playing with a toy. Um, You know, it's a billion dollar valued company. It's really exciting. It's it's just kind of cool to see um, how, like you said, it appeals to just like all these different kinds of companies of all different sizes and it is really fun to play with.
1: You know, the the early days of when I learned how to um, write software, that excitement you get when you kind of build something. Um, a lot of times when you're working with SaaS products, you're constrained and you kind of have to do things a certain way. But with a product like Airtable, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, don't have that technical background and aren't, you know, software engineers themselves, but they can still build a, a database design and kind of understand the concepts be, behind it and get excited and want to showcase it. And, um, and that's what we want to do is highlight those people and learn ourselves. Hopefully it's a learning experience for everybody involved. So it's kind of a no-brainer for OpenSide to want to participate in, in that effort and, um, and encourage uh, more adoption of, of Airtable. Awesome.
2: On board with all of that. So how the general format of this podcast will work is we're we're aiming for each episode to be more or less half an hour long. The first 20 minutes or so will just be um, us blabbering on, uh, doing a little bit of a short interview style. And then we'll end the last 10 minutes with a video demo, which we'll put up on the site as well, where the um, subject of the podcast can show us a little bit about some really cool Airtable things they've created um, and give us a little bit of an on-screen tour. So Dan, as my first guest, I'm going to ask you now to share your screen, please. And I think for this one, you know, since we're still doing just the intro, you're just going to kind of show us a little bit about Airtable Universe starting place for sort of cool Airtable ideas and examples. Um, And then we'll go over a couple of your phase bases.
1: Yeah, definitely. Let me know if you can see my screen.
2: I can see your screen.
0: Hey, friends. Interrupting my past self here. If you would like to see the visuals that go along with this audio, you can check out the video link in the show notes.
1: Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we just thought we'd, we'd highlight the, um, the universe. I think this is a really cool concept that Airtable, um, I don't know how long they've had it for a few years, I'm sure. But really a cool way for them to, to highlight their customers and, and what people are doing. And I'm sure it's also a great um, marketing tool for them to introduce uh, these things and allow their customers to be their, their biggest... Um, proponents of, of what you can do in it. So the, the th- couple things I wanted to show in the universe, if you haven't been here, it's all organized by categories um, and we'll look at a couple of them. But the, but the coolest thing is how easy it is to publish your own. So you've got your own Airtable base. If you just come to the universe, you gotta be logged in with your account that has access to your bases. But well, you just click this publish your own and it will instantly, it's, it takes literally, you gotta create your, your profile. Um, but after that, it'll, it'll show you all the bases that you have access to, and um, you just click it, provide a little bit of background uh, info of what it does, uh, provide a picture for it, and then instantly um, it will get published in a read-only format on the Airtable universe. And it does take a few days. I think they manually review everyone that gets published um, so that, uh, you know, make sure that nothing that shouldn't be published gets out to the public. Um, but right. I've published two myself that after a couple of days showed up. So I think it's a pretty, pretty seamless process to get out there. So um, you see here it shows... You know, all the people that that are um, showcasing it. And then the other cool thing I wanted to say before we get into some of them is when you start a new base, a lot of times, unless you know exactly what you're going to build, it's oftentimes easier to start with a starting point. And so when you start a new base, they give you the option, do you want to start with a template? And you can pick any of these templates to use as a starting point. Um, and that, that just saves you a ton of time because you can kind of see from other people what's worked for them and use that as a starting point for your own um, projects. And nine times out of ten, you're going to find something that's, that's pretty close to, to what you want to do. Um, I think there's – at one point, we actually went through and counted how many um, are in the universe, and there's, there's over 500 uh, different – Oh, Wow. Uh, examples in here across all the categories so there's a ton and and uh well that's one thing on built on air we're gonna we're gonna kind of keep some statistics on how many new ones are are being added each each month and and uh highlights those new ones so if you want to stay on top of um, what's new in the Airtable universe then uh, built on air is a place to to go for that so on this tab, um, I just show, show a couple of the ones that, that I've published. Um, this one's kind of cool. Uh, sometimes one of the cool features of Airtable, and Zoe, I know you're a big proponent of this. I've seen some of your work, and, and using emojis is a great way to just add some visual flair to, to what it is people are working on and um yes. so we everyone did,
2: loves emojis right yes, like exactly. it just adds a little bit of it breaks up the monotony of us it
1: does you know, it, it, it it's page. amazing the difference it makes when i see a base that uses one versus one that doesn't it's just you know data can be boring on its own so emojis can add a little bit to it um that's so true yeah so what we did was we uh We created a a database and we pulled these um, from a database of emojis and created a table so that if you wanted to, um, and this is one that you may not use as a starting point, but as a reference to come back and and find any emoji that you're looking for and you can just easily come here and copy it and then paste it into your base. Um, This, uh, you know, there's, there's quite a few in here um, uh, sixteen hundred yeah, so there's quite a few in here so it, <laughs> this actually is more than what would work in in the free tier of Airtable if you wanted to copy this whole thing um, so probably wouldn't recommend that unless you really plan to use a lot of um, emojis for your project and you're on a pro plan then um, you could then you could explore this uh, of copying but I think most people probably use it as a reference to to get the emojis they're looking for. But the cool thing about this, as you explore any base, they'll show you all the different views. So this first heading here is the table. So this um, database only has one table, and then it's got four views on it. And just different ways of um, breaking up the the data that um, you're looking at. So here's what's called a Kanban. Um, I forget. I don't know the proper way of saying that actually i've heard it multiple ways
2: oh that's um, a great question because i found it can ban but now yeah. i don't know if that's correct either
1: um, yeah, maybe someone can
2: ban, can, ban. can tell us you
1: yeah, know it's like zapier is it zapier or zapier you know
2: oh i know like one of those mysteries question of the ages lives.
1: yeah we're gonna <laughs> one one of these podcasts we're gonna find the answer to that yeah
2: how do you pronounce all these things you only read on the internet Um.
1: Um, (laughs) mysteries of life so this is a kanban that allows you to kind of break things up into groups um, and uh, whatnot or you can you can dissect it by the type so all the emojis are, are have a type associated with them and and break them up or and these are called cards so there's Cool thing about Airtable really is the views, the ability to uh, slice and dice your data in, in multiple ways. And just depending on what your use case is, sometimes it's better to to look at things in a grid view, and sometimes it's better in different views. So that's definitely one of the um, the popular and, and powerful things of, of Airtable. So that's the MLG. I really like your
2: use of so the The yeah. use of the uh, different view types here, I think, is really nice. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. The cards in you Kanban know, especially. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to kind of highlight that. <clears throat> okay. If I go back. Then um, this one's not nearly as exciting, but probably much more useful. Um, one of the we will we will also highlight times when Airtable can improve. Um, one area it could definitely improve in is its library of functions. So it, it has support mm-hmm. for functions and formulas. Um, but it's not nearly if you're coming from Excel or even Google Sheets. Um, the extension of functions in Excel is is definitely far ahead of, of what's available in Airtable. And hopefully that, that improves over time. But um, in the meantime, We're gonna try and help out the community where where Airtable might be lacking. And financial metrics or formulas and functions is is one of those areas. So one of our clients is in the real estate um, realm and, and they had a need. They actually were doing things in Google Sheets and we were moving it to Airtable. And halfway in, I realized, oh no, they're using all these financial formulas that don't exist in Airtable. What are we gonna do? Is this project a waste? And um took a little bit of uh Googling, maybe that economics degree finally did come in handy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't a complete waste, but um they uh like, I know
2: there's math behind this, there's yeah. other math. Yep, yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of math, and I, you know, definitely Google was my friend in, in solving these math problems. People had already figured out the math behind uh, these formulas that I was able to re, uh, re-implement within Airtable. And so if anybody ever needs uh, these functions, this would be a base you would want to copy. Um, unfortunately, on, in this view, it won't give you access to the formulas, but if you, um, if you copy it into your base, then you'll be able to look inside and, and see the actual formulas that are being used, and then you can replicate those in, in your environment um, to solve those problems. So this one is a uh, much more functional and uh, useful one that I know we'll be using in the future as well for other projects. For sure. So yeah, with that, um, and then, you know, like I said, if you go back to the universe, just go through any of these. Um, so if you look by popularity, um, let's look at like their featured popularity. Um, looks like this one might have the most copies on it. So people using Airtable for a personal dashboard, um, pretty cool. Those that want to track everything they're they're doing. Um, about themselves, and uh, so maybe we got to – this might be somebody we need to get on the podcast, Wyatt, and, and talk Wyatt. about what, what uh, he's built. So it's pretty cool. He's got his grocery list, you know, his shopping items. Um, what else does he got on here? So his schedule. So this – he keeps his calendar for his personal – his blog, what he's what he's writing about on his blog. So basically manages his life, all of his deadlines, um, things like that. That one showcases the uh, calendar view, which is another uh, cool feature of Airtable to view things in the calendar. And all of his personal contacts, people that he knows. He knows the Tooth Fairy and um, anybody else that he knows is – is stored in here so I've seen that a couple times with people you know it's it's kind of um, a way to, to keep track of all the interactions that you have with people and whatnot so a pretty common one and um, again you just go through here and even if it's something that might not be exactly what you're interested in but is a it's a great starting point and the cool thing about Airtable is you can quickly modify and change add remove um, as much as you want to get it to where it makes sense for you and that's always been just probably my, my ending uh, statement with what I love about Airtable is you know my frustration I use a ton of different software and and I've built a lot of software as well and you just can't please everybody and everybody has different perspectives and needs and um, and Airtable allows for that flexibility for people to bend it the way that they want to and um not force a specific approach on on how you do things you really have the power um to do that so i love that flexibility and and obviously from from the community and this universe of what people are building it it resonates with people um of what they want to accomplish with it
2: absolutely yeah well said um well, so I think that was a great little uh, intro tour to the Airtable universe, um, and like you said, we'll probably be um, pulling some of these base uh, creators and sharers onto the podcast at some point, um, but for now, this was a really great intro, Jan, thank you so much for talking to us and doing a little walkthrough, um, and this is Built On Air, and we'll see you soon.
1: Thanks Zoe, it's great to meet you.
2: Bye now.